Winning Wednesday with Dr. Hancock, how to win even in the breaking. Um, so when you're talking about breaking, breaking up spirit, um, breaking up of things that have happened in your life. So when we define breaking is to separate or cause to separate into pieces as a result of a blow. And when you talk about blow, you're talking about moving, creating an air current. In other words, something has happened. So as a result, something gets loose. And then when you talk about as a blow or a shock, sudden upsetting or surprising event or experience or strain. So when you're talking about a blow, you're talking about all the things, our perception of how our life should be and how our life really is, is totally different. We have so many different things that can distract us and keep us offbeat as far as the word of God is concerned. You, you got to make sure that you know what God is saying. So it doesn't matter what's going on in your life. The blessings of the Lord are yea and amen. But if we're not in a position to receive the blessings of the Lord, well, how is it going to be yea and amen for you? And let's take that a step further. If you don't know Jesus Christ and the pardon of, the sin, of your sin, how in the world are you going to receive the blessings of the Lord that are yea and amen? There's just so many times we grow up and we, we look at our environment based on the things that we experience. And then we have our own mindset of how we think things should be. And then what happens is we get a blow. We get a shock. Something happens. Um, a child is molested and there's a divorce going on. And it's just so many things. But keep in mind that the enemy is on his job. His purpose is to kill, kill, steal, rob, and destroy. And so many times, so many of us, he started while we were small, things that happened in our family because we weren't focused on the anointing and the power of God. We were focused on our situation, which caused us to move out of the spiritual mode, but to come back to the survival mode. So I know the survival mode, meaning that what can I do right now to sustain me right now? But that's not the kind of God we serve. That is not God's purpose. But when we're not focused on God's purpose, then we can't receive the blessings and the promises of God. Um, if we are living in our carnal nature, we will never see our spirit's purpose and our spirit goal and what God is trying to do in us. He's not, he hasn't changed his mind. His blessings are yea and amen. And he's already designed the end from the beginning. It's our choice. You know, even those that go through tragic stuff, I know that God already has a purpose and a plan, but the question is, are you looking for that purpose and the plan? He already prepared a way of escape, but are you looking for a way of escape? Because so many times we are where we are and we get busted, disgusted, and we get tired of fighting and moving forth when the truth of the matter is the only time we really should get tired is when after, after uh, this life. So just keep in mind that the word of God tells us in Proverbs 4 and 23 to guard your heart. For out of your heart are the issues of life that affect your very being. We can't control what family we come into. We can't control sometimes the very places that we are or the things that are and the people that are in our lives. Well, what we can control is our own behavior, our very own behavior. And so when we got to realize that there, every perfect gift and every... Every good gift and perfect gift come from above. But if you're not aware of the very anointing of God and the power of God, 
you're going to think that you're good. I used to think, let me give you a perfect example. I was like, okay, I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't fornicate. You know, I'm not doing drugs, so I'm good. So one of the, the spaces and places in the book um, was talking about how, why do I need Jesus when I, when I have everything? Do you really have everything or there's no imbalance in your life? Keep in mind the enemy's purpose is to make sure that we never come into our purpose. And how does he do that? By the things that we go through, by our perception of life and the things that we think we should have and it doesn't happen that way. Or he goes before the father and asks the father, can I try your servant? Can I try her? Can I try him? And God allows him to try us, but he can't touch us except what God said he can do. And when that happens, now we we change our whole disposition you know a spiritual battle we are constantly fighting spiritually we have always been fighting spiritually because it's always a competition between good and evil since the foundation of the world um let's read john 10 and 10. john 10 and 10 talk about the enemy's purpose and sometimes even though we say we know the enemy purpose we think sometimes that the enemy don't have anything to do with what's going on in your life Keep in mind, he's the only one that wants to make sure that you don't hit the purpose. The word declared that the thief comes only to steal and to kill and to destroy. But the word of God declares, but I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. He is the good shepherd. And the word declared that the good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. So he already did that because he gave his only begotten son to die on the cross for you and for me. I'm telling you, for you and for me. So we don't have to be strong. We don't have to be um, act like we're alone. We don't have to be um, anything other than what God says that we are. We're the righteousness of God. We're the head and we're not the tail. We're above and we're, we're not beneath. We are royal priesthood, a peculiar people. So, you know, we just have to know who we really are in Christ. And what happens is when we begin to know, because so many times, even growing up, you know, we are placed in the right environment, but are you taught in the right environment? So it's not just enough to put the kids in that environment. Are we teaching them while they're in that environment? Because it changes everything. Proverbs 17 and 23. 17 and 23 it said the wicked accepts bribes in secret to pervert the court of justice a discerning person keeps wisdom in view but a fool fool's eyes wander to the ends of the earth yeah so it's really i mean i i think at this point you really understand that with god you can win it doesn't matter if there's a breaking going on because keep in mind if there's a breaking going on it's because you move into another phase of your life you really move into another phase. And keep in mind when there's a, a breaking going on, there's resistance also. And resistance means to withstand the action or effect of. So when there's a breaking in the spirit, it's because God is God wants us to get to the place where we really fully understand who we are in him because of what his word says. Everything is designed, it's in the word of God. We just have to make a decision that we're gonna trust the word of God and we're gonna do what the word of God says. Because if you don't, then there are consequences, but he's not gonna override his word. 
He does not override his word. Let me say it again. He's not going to override our, override his word. We have to become subject to the anointing and the power of God so that we can hear what God's saying, so we can be in a position. I can't tell you how important it is to be in position to hear. You have to be able to hear, and you have to quiet the noise in your soul, body, mind, and spirit, and in your life to hear what God is saying. You have to quiet that noise. If you don't quiet that noise, it's not going to quiet itself. And then you're going to be distracted. Why? Because there is noise. And now you're so focused on the fact that there is noise that you don't have an opportunity or you forget what your purpose and your place was. You know, it, it's, it's so crucial and important. It doesn't matter good things, bad things, indifferent. The enemy comes. It doesn't matter what he used. He's been using the same things from the foundation of the world to distract us, to keep us from the promises of God. But we can come boldly before the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find help in the time of need. It does not matter what you're going through. It don't matter what has happened in your life. It don't matter what is done. What matters is you've accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior in the pardon of your sin. You have to understand that. And the enemy's purpose is to keep us feeling guilt-ridden. And if he can keep us feeling guilt-ridden, that we're not going to come into the promises of God because we're so focused on what we've done. God is saying, look, I already died on the cross, gave my son so that we can have the right to the tree of life. So stop beating yourself up and really allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you so you can move from there. Because even in that breaking, God is still working and the enemy still can't come mess with you unless he asks God. Even in your valley experience, the enemy has to ask God, can he come mess with you? And God has to say, yeah, in order for him to come. So you can still win through the breaking. Whatever your breaking may be, you can still win in God. You can still get where you're trying to go. God will collapse the time frame and redeem the time that you need in order to do what he called us to do. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that when we ask anything according to his will, which is his word, he hear us. And if we know that he hear us, we know that our petitions are granted. Real talk, Dr. Hancock, we need you to like, comment, subscribe, and share.